2024, and it's more real than ever. Now even many in the mob, the media, recognizing what we have uh, been rightly reporting, that, yeah, we abandoned Americans behind enemy lines and that they are hostages. Yep, 24 days. Even CBS News correspondent Christina Ruffini reporting that multiple flights are being held on the ground in Mazar-i-Sharif Airport in northern Afghanistan by the Taliban. Emails sent by the State Department to Congress members uh, explain the flights held by the Taliban have permission to land in Qatar. But only, this is our State Department, but only, quote, if and when the Taliban agrees to the takeoff. Okay. The Taliban is holding them hostage. A congressional source tells CBS News. This is not the Sean Hannity News Department. CBS News. So it's not exactly your right-wing conspiracy telling you any of this. Anyway, there's a, a group of people. They have been now waiting for six days to take between 600 and 1,200 people, including 19 American citizens and two permanent residents, uh, out of Afghanistan, or as, as we should now call it, the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. And the group teaches young women leadership through athletics. They told CBS, yeah, they've been waiting for six days. Not, well, does that sound like a hostage situation to you? Biden administration is now even saying there's little we can do. We do not control their airspace. Are you kidding me? You know, if and when the Taliban agrees to the takeoff, we don't control the airspace. We'll play you later in the show. Daryl Issa relaying the heartbreaking story of a pregnant American woman. He called Nasria and he explained that she made multiple attempts to get to Karzai International Airport, unable to reach safely before you before Joe Biden abandoned them, completely abandoned them. And anyway, unable to reach safely safety before U.S. forces departed. During one of the trips to the airport, Isa explained she was kicked in the stomach by the Taliban. She's pregnant. We agreed that she's going to stay sheltered in place, hiding her identity and hoping that her friends will continue to bring her food and keep her secret until, frankly, we can come up with a way to get her the hell out of there. We had March, April, May, June, July. To watch the Taliban on the move, on the march. And we didn't lift a finger. The Trump plan was predicated on two things. Actually, three. Keeping Bagram Air Force Base. But one, conditions on the ground. Before the fighting season. During the heroin season. But before the fighting season. I know it's bizarre to some of you to hear there's a fighting season. There's actually a fighting season in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Number two. The major conditions, conditions on the ground, and the biggest one of all was we will obliterate you before any negotiations ever went on. If you don't follow every dotted I, cross T, every comma, and every period. And guess what? Not a single American died the last year he was president for 18 months. Not one American died in Afghanistan. Now we're getting reports, foxnews.com, State Department blocking the private rescue flights from leaving Afghanistan. One organizer saying there is zero place to be negotiating with American lives. These people are standing on a tarmac and all it takes is that effing phone call. And one of these individuals has been very integral in the private evacuation efforts. And there's a lot of them. 
I'm not going to talk about them all. Those stories will come out in due time. American heroes, the best America's got. I'll tell you that. Anyway, if one life is lost, this blood is on Joe's hands, the White House's hands. The blood is on their hands. When did we ever think we'd leave Americans behind enemy lines? I'll get to this later. Even Democratic senator, liberal senator from Connecticut, uh, Blumenthal, Richard Blumenthal's furious over these delaying flights with Americans trying to escape behind enemy lines and the botched troop withdrawal. How could you not be? This isn't Republican or Democrat, conservative or liberal here. As a matter of fact, if everybody caught behind enemy lines is a liberal that's going to come back to America and fight to get me fired, I want them out. I want our American family home. They're Americans. They're part of our family. I haven't even discussed the fact that we made promises to our allies that risked their lives for 20 years if this day ever came that we would get you the hell out of there. Not necessarily take you here. There's got to be vetting. All those things are true. But we'd get you out of there. Not only do we leave billions in equipment, which I'll get to in a second, not only so that they now can defeat the opposition, which they're now doing, uh, not only did we do all of these things, we leave all this equipment behind and all these Americans behind enemy lines. What all these allies, we left the data that identifies all the Afghanis that helped us in 20 years, including biometric data. Look into this this computer right now. Oh, there's a match. Uh, you're dead. And I mean dead. They will die. They will be murdered. They will be slaughtered. Where this has the potential of going is so bad, I don't really want to even discuss it. Mogadishu comes to mind, and worse. ISIS, Daniel Pearl comes to mind. All a possibility. Because you now have even General Milley admitting a safe haven for Al-Qaeda, ISIS-K. And it's going to be a breeding ground for terrorists inside the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan now being supported by China and Pakistan and Russia and Iran. Great. Reporter recites a slain Marine sister. This woman, I interviewed her on TV last week, Royce McCollum, great, great sister of the late Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum. You can't F up as bad as he did and say you're sorry. You know what? She's right. You can't. You can't do that. We have Congressman Issa, to his credit, is now saying the truth is we left at least 500 Americans. If we count their family members, it's well over a thousand. And we left tens of thousands of Afghani allies that will die. Even NPR, hardly a member of the vast right wing conspiracy, talking about the hostage situation. Multiple planes meant to ferry hundreds of people who say they are fearful of their life under the Taliban's rule, including American citizens and green card holders, spent yet another day. This is day six on an airstrip in northern Afghanistan on Monday. Marina Lacree, executive director of Ascend, a nonprofit that teaches young women Afghan leadership, told NPR's Jackie Northam that several Afghans affiliated with her group are stuck she said it was in addition to more than 600 others, including at least 19 American citizens, two U.S. green card holders. Among the hundreds of stranded travelers, members of the of non-governmental organizations, journalists and women at risk. 
These travelers had now spent seven days in anticipation waiting for clearance to take off. Qatar has agreed to accept these airplanes. They're not being allowed to take off. That's called being a hostage behind enemy lines. State Department said that they had facilitated the safe departure of four Americans. That ended up being alive. They had nothing to do with it. We'll get to that in a minute. The Taliban executed a pregnant police officer in front of her children and her husband. This was on the blaze today. Just like other reports of women police officers being slaughtered. We're getting lectures now from the Taliban spokesperson who apparently still live and active on Twitter at Jack. No problem, you know, letting terrorist groups have their say on Twitter. Just American presidents get banned. Warning the U.S. not to interfere with their culture and their treatment of women. What, that they, you take young girls as, as sex slaves and wives and you rip them away from their mothers and fathers and we're just supposed to sit back and not lecture you? Okay. I guess you have a lot of leverage, although Joe Biden claims he has all the leverage. General Milley finally admitting the obvious. Afghanistan very likely to become a safe haven for groups like Al-Qaeda and ISIS. The Taliban pledging to protect humanitarian workers, though, and grant Afghans access to aid. In other words, pay us. Give us money. We want your money, and we'll say any damn thing you want to get it. Taliban, on the other hand, holding victory rallies, uh, yeah, featuring coffins of Americans and, and other Western flags uh, draped in their flags. Kamala Harris, nowhere to be hound, found, nowhere to at all. Avoiding Biden like the plague, vanished from public view. President Biden struggling on every major issue facing the country. There's not a single thing I can point to where I could say, wow, he did a good job here. One-fifth of likely U.S. voters tell John Zogby in a poll that they now say they made a mistake voting for this guy. You know, preventing Americans from flying home. Where Where is the media outrage? There's some, but there's not a lot. There's some reporting because they have to. Not a lot of outrage. The same people that were outraged over every one of Donald Trump's mean tweets and his mean tweet. This is a mean one. How dare he say enemy of the people? Oh, my gosh. I'm melting. I'm melting. I got the vapors. Trump's coronavirus terror trace bans depicted as immoral and xenophobic. Is the Biden administration State Department being racist and xenophobic against Afghani Americans stranded, left behind by them? The Taliban now using U.S. weapons, and this is the worst news I'm going to give you today for reasons. This is now the area that we've been talking about when I had the vice president of Afghanistan, now the acting president since the president fled with all the millions of dollars, and he got out got out of town as fast as he could. At least the vice president stayed and said, please help us, and we will help Americans escape Afghanistan in the northern part, as we've been telling you about in the in the Panjshir Valley, where the freedom fighters were. Well, now the Taliban fighters, this was in Business Insider, they're using American weapons uh, and, and kicking the crap out of the opposition with our weapons that Joe gave terrorists. You can't even make this up. You know, C-130H transporter planes, C-17s, C-9 helicopters, Black Hawk helicopters, drones, you name it, they left it. So sad. So sad. And it's so preventable. And it's so unnecessary. All of this was 
highly preventable. All of it. None of this needed to ever happen. We could have stopped it all, and we didn't. How did this ever happen? When did we ever get to a point that we leave Americans behind enemy lines, and the enemy lines are that of radical Islamic terrorists that subjugate women and treat them like like nothing but non-human beings? God help us. We'll continue. As we roll along, 800-941-SEAN, our number, you want to be a part of the program. Anyway, the organization, organizer of a private mission to rescue the American mom and her three children, says it's a total lie. The State Department is just trying to steal credit. Can you imagine that? Um, Corey Mills, former DOD official, combat veteran. This is an attempt to save face by the administration for the Americans that they left behind. This is a woman with three children from ages 15 all the way down to two years old. They did nothing to try to expedite this. At the last minute, you have these senior officials at the State Department trying to claim credit for this. Oh, look what we've done. It's like we carried the ball to the 99 and a half yard line. Linda's not understanding this right now. And then taking it the last half yard and being like, look at what we did. Ouch. That's pretty painful. Anyway, it's, you know, all these efforts by other Americans. These stories are going to come out. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because these efforts are ongoing. There are, I can, I can tell you that the best this country has to offer, the only good news I can tell you is there are people that are risking their lives right now to save our fellow Americans independent of Joe Biden. And, and so many Americans... You know, I'm hearing from varying sources. It's absolutely true. We'll hear these stories at the appropriate time. But, you know, with all these, you know, all these efforts being spearheaded by Americans, it's it's just you got to scratch your head and say, why did we ever do this? We watched the Taliban on the march in March of April, May, June, July. Joe Biden Afghan army's best trained in the world. Some of the best trained in the world. They have an air force and they were getting killed at the time. They were abandoning their posts every day. He just lied to us. As an excuse, why would you not expedite the withdrawal if you didn't want to bomb them and obliterate them when they were, you know, 500 miles south of you? When you had time to evacuate everybody, every American. Every Afghani ally, all of our military equipment, the billions and billions of dollars worth. We'll continue. Solid as a rock. Honest. Truthful. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. Day 24, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. Secretary of State Blinken, he's, he's just an, a, a blubbering idiot. War, one of the worst, worst Secretary of State ever. He has no business on this job. 
And he's been denying the truth, the reports that the Taliban's preventing Americans from flying out of Afghanistan. And by the way, didn't they've been now, what, I think we're up to day five or six, now being held and prevented, even though they have permission to land the plane in, in Qatar. Unnamed Afghan officials at Mazari Sharif Airport telling the AP that the would-be passengers are Afghans who don't have passports, visas, blah, blah, blah. Blinken saying the Taliban has blocked multiple flights because some aboard lack valid travel documents. But my understanding is the Taliban has not denied exit to anyone holding a valid document. Well, the planes aren't taken off, Blinken. Taliban said Monday they had conquered the Panjir province where the resistance held with all the American weaponry. How can they not? That Biden gave them. Even the New Yorker, hardly a conservative publication, their editor, David Rode, uh, saying today, uh, yesterday that he faulted the Biden administration for preventing Americans trapped in Afghanistan from taking flights out of the airport at Mazari Sharif. Right now, these American citizens, NSIV holders, and their families, you know, they're Americans now that are being told, well, we, we can get you out, but we can't take your family, your husband, your wife, and your children. Oh, that, there's an option for most people. It's just not. Democrats are now turning. Blumenthal, I mentioned him earlier. And trying to steal credit for the rescue of four Americans, according to the organizer of the group that actually did it. There are other people that are weighing in on this. Liberals are apparently upset Americans are rescuing Americans. And Newsweek editor at large, we reached the point where U.S. militias are entering foreign states illegally to carry out military ops. This is insane. Joy Reid over at MSDNC. What in the fresh hell? Oh, you mean people that are willing to, right now, step into that hellhole, Afghanistan. And we're talking about trained military special ops forces, the best of what America has. Put their ass on the line to save Americans, and we're going to be critical of that? Because Joe Biden abandoned them? I'm not critical. I'm like in awe of them and grateful to them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sad Lindsey Graham says, yeah, we're going to be we're going to end up going back there. Because even Millie's saying, yeah, this is going to become a safe haven for Al Qaeda, ISIS K and terrorist groups all over the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Now that they wiped out the Panjir Valley and the opposition group, I interviewed the vice president who's now the acting president, you know, and, and they were trying to say this is going to be the one pathway where you we can hopefully get Americans out of Afghanistan and help you help us help you. Wall Street Journal, our friends, the Taliban, Biden is relying on the group with ties to Al Qaeda. Good luck. Taliban say they took Panjir last holdout Afghani province. It's not looking good. U.S. sending any Afghans flagged for criminal or terror ties to Kosovo. Okay. Representative uh, McCall saying the Taliban's blocking these Americans, confirming the report. Six planes from leaving Afghanistan. White House Chief of Staff says around 100 Americans still in Afghanistan. Many of them want to stay. They just lie. Because I'm talking to congressmen and senators every day, and they're telling me just the opposite. 
They're saying these people are dying to get the hell out and they can't get out. They've been trying since before Biden even abandoned them and they can't get out. And now Biden giving the weaponry to terrorists is allowing the terrorists now to attack the the one venue we might have had available to get Americans abandoned home. That's now gone. That one area is completely cut off, shut down, out of the way. Does this not shock your conscience? Because it shocks mine. Ever think this could happen? Daryl Issa saying, no, it's likely if at least 500 Americans are still stranded in the country. And if we add in their family members and include family members and U.S. citizens, he said, yeah, the number's as high as a thousand or more. Unless we continue to get the rest of our American citizens out, all these otherwise eligibles out, we won't have done our job. Two weeks prior to Biden's abandonment, he said, no, 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 we're going to stay as long as it takes. The expected head of Afghan's new government is the Taliban co-founder. Back to the good old days. Women subjugated to, to, to men. Taken as sex slaves. No rights, no school, no work. And you better not leave home without a male family member. God help all of them. Could you imagine the hell that they're living through? And you even have the Biden media, the mob, you know, the ones that covered for him in the candidate protection program, now the presidential protection program. You know, the State Department holding up the planes. I want to repeat, he said, according to White House, U.S. State Department, they're holding up the charter planes. A prominent member of the of Biden media mob said exactly that yesterday. The, there's this guy, David Rhodes, at NewYorker.com. I want to repeat, it's the State Department and the White House holding up the planes. Well, it's Joe Biden that abandoned the people behind enemy lines. He did it. Unbelievable. We're going to have more coming up. What do you hear from Sarah Carter today? Her husband, by the way, severely injured in Afghanistan. Every vet I meet and talk to that served there, they are I, they're, they're beyond, I can't even describe how awful they feel. It's a tragedy for them, the severely injured, those that lost family members. You can't, you know, F this up this bad and then say you're sorry because it was all visible for the world to see and all completely preventable. And back here at home, oh, Friday's jobs reports, yeah, they had been forecasting non-farm payroll, non-farm payroll jobs they, the forecast had it at 728,000 for August. Yeah, it came in at 235,000. Construction lost 7,000 jobs. Employment, leisure, hospitality sector unchanged. Restaurants, bars fell 42,000. Hiring at hotels, motels, that went up. That, I'm sorry, that de- decreased 34,600. And retailers shed 29,000 jobs, construction 3,000 jobs. General Ford, uh, General Motors and Ford Motors Company announced production cuts this week. Meanwhile, there's a shortage. Morgan Stanley just cut their economic growth forecast by more than half. They were projecting that quarter three was GDP growth would have been 6.5%. They're now projecting 2.9. Wow. I've never seen a projection drop that much. And Biden now shifting, trying to shift attention. Democrats trying to shift the focus to domestic issues. 
They want to ram through their their three point five trillion. We'll update you on that today with Congressman Brady. Sarah Carter is going to give us the latest on efforts to rescue Americans abandoned behind enemy lines. Rand Paul. Oh, he turned out to be more right than we ever knew, didn't he? We now have all the information right here in front of us that, in fact, Rand Paul, all these new documents that came out, pretty fascinating. Uh, Because we now learned more about what really happened, the new details, newly released documents providing details of U.S. funded, Fauci funded in part research on several types of coronavirus at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. Remember, we got January 31st, 2020, the day of the xenophobic hysterical travel ban of Donald Trump, 10 days after the first identified case of coronavirus. And Anthony Fauci was told, yeah, one of the genomes of COVID-19 looked manipulated by a human. And then the frenzied back and forth over, uh-oh, did any NIH monies go to fund the research lab at Wuhan, which they knew it did? Did it, did it, did it, did it pay for gain-of-function research? Well, The Intercept now obtained more than 900 pages of documents detailing the work of the EcoHealth Alliance. That's the health organization that got NIH money, federal government money, your tax dollars to fund that coronavirus research at the Chinese laboratory. Why are we giving the communist Chinese a penny? The documents include two previously unpublished grant proposals that were funded by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, as well as project updates on the EcoHealth Alliance's research, which has been scrutinized amid the interest in the origins of the co- of the pandemic, COVID-19. One of the grants, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergency. And, yeah, the FOIA release, Fauci funded the, that and also knew about gain of function. Everything he said is a lie. Rand Paul joins us at the top of the next hour to give us an update on that. Disaster. If I lied to Congress, you lied to Congress. We know what happens to conservatives if you lie to Congress. You, you know, they come after you pre-dawn raids, 20, 30 guys, guns drawn. Frogmen, CNN, fake news cameras lying to Congress. But if you remember the deep state, the 1%, not the 99% of good people in the FBI and the intelligence community. Intelligence community, I'm, I need to be clear, they, they did not screw this up in Afghanistan. They got it right. That's why they got the hell out of there. They got it right, and they were loud. They are apoplectic right now. Because they told them everything that has happened would happen. They still allow it. It's unreal. And of course, we've got now the what is the disaster at the border. We're going to have a high tech uh, virtual wall. Okay, that's going to work. I have full confidence in Joe Biden's high tech virtual wall. You know, this, you know, we have open borders. Although there's a a talk about the Biden administration debating restarting, well, a light version of Trump's remain in Mexico policy. Remain in Mexico light, they're calling it, would require a small number of asylum seekers to wait in Mexico. Well, that's really going to solve the problem. Is it not obvious now that Biden doesn't want to stop the border surge? That he's facilitated it, told them to come, and they're coming. 
in larger and larger numbers. I don't know what this means anecdotally. There was this pro-military diner in, the, I never heard of Dabari, Florida. The Dabari Diner. Is that how you say the town? I don't even know where it is. I know a lot about Florida. I know more than you want to know right now. Everybody on my staff is laughing. If you voted for and continue to support, stand up for the worthless, inept, corrupt administration currently inhabiting the White House that is complicit in the death of our servicemen and women in Afghanistan, please take your business elsewhere. They put up a sign. The diner got so busy that they ran out of food. They're so popular. The son of a 9-11 victim to Joe Biden, do not come to our Ground Zero memorials because of his shameful conduct in Afghanistan. 80% of Americans find this despicable, what he's done here. How could you not? How could you not? Another great weekend and these eight children shot in Chicago. Black Lives Matter uh, rioters attack a Bronx police station pouring gasoline on an occupied police van. That was in the New York Post. Chicago father driving his daughter to school killed while shielding her from gunfire. 58 shot during the bloody holiday weekend in Chicago. Eight children, four-year-old boy killed by stray bullets. A really cute kid. How many of you heard of his name? I doubt very few. His name is Michael Moultrie Jr. And he got shot in the head. He's four years old. New York City, same same thing. Four-year-old little boy. Our American treasure. Dead. Anybody ever hear his name? Ask yourself, why not? Oregon shoplifters walk out of Lowe's with full carts. Let me tell you what Lowe's is going to end up doing and all these others. They're going to leave. And jobs are going to be lost. In San Francisco, shoplifting problem, increasingly frustrating business owners and employees. It goes on from morning to night every single day because they're not arresting anybody. Now they're saying, well, we're going to pay killers not to shoot people. Larry Elder mocking Gavin Newsom. Well, we're thinking, uh, why didn't we think of paying shoplifters not to shoplift before? As long as you don't take more than 900 bucks or 1000 bucks, they're okay. You get to walk out. It's all yours. Media has a lot of egg on their face and their coverage. Rolling Stone forced to issue an update. The update's called a correction and a retraction in reality. They obviously learned nothing from the disaster that was one of those university, the UVA, I think it was, case about, you know, Oklahoma hospitals being overwhelmed with patients who overdosed on ivermectin. Now, there is a human version of ivermectin. 800-941-SEAN. But I'm not your doctor, and everyone wants me to tell people what to do. I'm telling you to take it seriously. Follow. I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. I believe in, you know, you've got to be smart. Look at your you look at your medical history, your current medical condition, consult your doctors. If you have a breakthrough case or if you have didn't get the vaccine, look into therapeutics immediately, like Regeneron. Ask your doctor. I can't tell you what to do. We'll continue. 